Hey there, welcome to this bonus episode of the Gather Moms podcast, our very first recording ever. We need to give you a little PSA because we want to do a little warning that we did talk about poop. A lot. A whole lot. There's a lot of poop. And we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't have a plan. We just kind of jumped right off into it. We knew that God was calling us to do this thing. And so we just heard him say, rip the bandaid. And we sat down and we started recording. And the reason for us choosing poop for our first episode, we're not sure why. But we think it's pretty funny. We think it's pretty funny. You're going to hear that there's lots of technical issues. We didn't get it quite right. But we hope that this makes you laugh. Let's jump in. Hey moms, my name is Kate Henderson and this is my co-host Rebecca Bradford. Welcome to Gather Moms, a show dedicated to laughing, learning, and leaning into all things mom. We believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and that we need each other to do this mom thing. We also believe we truly can't mom well without Jesus, so you're going to hear us talk about him too. (laughs) Did our music stop? Yeah, that's okay. So, is that okay that it just turns off? No. Oh, okay. Um, Should we just keep going? Because this is what it's like to record the first podcast. I think we should. <laughs> Whoever actually ever hears this, those are our true This is going to be worth money one day. Yes. Right? Yes. One of those Hollywood shows, like a look behind the scenes of the Gather Moms podcast. Yes. We're going to be famous. Okay. Gather is a part of a whole community for moms, and we would love for you to join us. You can find Gather Moms on Facebook or Instagram because we would love to link arms with you. Join us this week as we ask the question. (laughs) (laughs) What question are we asking, Becca? Kate, it's the question in homes across the world. And that question is, who forgot to flush? Listen, that is a question. How many times have you shouted that in your home? No, I don't shout it. I you go, don't? No, I go find them. And then I, or actually maybe I bring them with me into the bathroom and make them look at it and decide whose it is. All of them. You round everybody up? <laughs> well, I've learned that the boys blame their sister and the sister blames the boys. Nobody so takes ownership. Maybe I should just pick someone to blame for the day and just bring them in and be like, I think this is yours. I mean, really? Can you tell? I mean, I think by the you shape, can tell. the size. Oh gosh! Our, okay, the poor people that listen to this are like, <laughs> what have I got myself into? Okay, but it's truth. Like we looked at our baby's poop. Yeah, right? we, did. we wanted to make sure it was right. No, you lived and died by the poop. That's, That's right. How you knew if they were healthy or not healthy or eating what they were eating. Did you call your husband in? Come look yes. at the poop. Yes, yes, <laughs> especially when it changed. Okay, we probably have to pivot. Um, no, because I seriously have gone into the bathroom and found it. And thought of a kid in my head that I needed to blame. Yeah. And then figured out it really was the seven-year-old. Yes. And I'm amazed at how much can actually come out of a seven-year-old. They got some healthy intestines. I don't know. Like, how does it fit in there? Like, when I get to heaven, (laughs) I'm going to ask Jesus. I don't understand how it all fits in those intestines. Don't we have, like, miles of intestines or something? How long is it? Well, but isn't it smaller in a seven-year-old? Like, how can (laughs) they fit all of that? I don't know, but you know, it's all wound up in there. It is. Okay. And sometimes I do have a moment for myself where I'm like, whoa, that I know. came out impressive. of me. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> no, but you always, you ask the question, who forgot to flush? Because you smell it before you see it. Always. Always. Right? You know. Always. And so we're talking about, the reason we're asking the question, who forgot to flush? We should probably like tell people why. Because uh, otherwise yeah. they're just going to so think we're weird. this is a stink show <laughs> about nastiness. Which this Da-da-da. is not. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Um, 
the, the reason we're asking that question is because we're talking about habits. And flushing the toilet is a habit. Everybody needs to have it. And it's so frustrating as a mom when you're like, I don't understand. Like, why is this not instinctual for you? Like, you go, you wipe, you flush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ideally, you wash your hands. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> Let's get nasty. <laughs> but you know what? Now that I think about it, when you go in stores or restaurants and you find a toilet that has not been flushed. Yeah. That person does not have that habit. They can grow up into adults and never flush. Gosh, you hope it was a kid. Like, Sad surely day. there are not full-blown adults that are yeah, doing this. Yeah, they are. This. Come oh, on. my goodness. You yes. Think? Oh, no doubt. Oh, no that doubt. That makes me very sad for Can you world. imagine if somebody had a mother that would come behind them and flush every time they went? And so they became an adult, and they're like, there's nobody here to flush for me. So we're still doing it with our four-year-old. You know, she's been potty trained since a little before she was three. She's our third, so she potty trained pretty easily, pretty early. Speak for yourself. Oh, I don't gosh. know who you are, but my my life did not I go that know. path. Y- y'all had a struggle. <laughs> I know. Okay, sorry. So we really looked out. But still, even though she's been doing it for over a year, every time I'm like, hey, don't forget to wipe. Flush. Don't forget to wipe. She will. That's not part of the process? No, if she's just going number one, she'll just straight oh panties up and peace okay. out of there. High five to that girl. Yeah, like she's got time for that. <laughs> Come on. That's good stuff right there. Way to go, mom. Yeah. Okay. So we're working on those habits. So what I wanted to ask you is what are the bad habits? Okay. Let's do, let's do our families first. Cause it's a little easier Thank to you. talk about. Somebody oh my gosh. Then you're like really getting choked up here. Like, oh my gosh, I got to <laughs> tell people what is it? Okay. So what are your bad habits okay. in your family? The one that we're working on right now is that when they're done eating dinner, They take their dishes to the sink. I mean, we at least get them to do that, mostly because I'm sitting at the table with them. And so when they get up, I'm like, hey, take your plate and fork. But they don't put it in the dishwasher. And it's such an easy thing just to rinse the plate, drop it in the dishwasher, but they don't do it. So definitely that. 100%. And we have have driven that too. And my kids are finally, they're doing a lot better. The two bigger ones put them in the dishwasher now. Well, I might add that I'm a little OCD about the dishwasher. Are you? Okay. So I might rearrange Uh once I get to the sink. Yeah. But still, I would like some effort in the beginning. Just give me a a drop in. Just drop it in. No, but, and it's frustrating that like, I mean, probably have you said it several hundred times. Oh, no doubt. Like so many. It's just in one ear and out the other. I don't even think they're listening as they exit the table. No, and it's just like, why, how... What, what is going on in your mind that you think, you think you're in a restaurant? You think you can just sit down here and eat this meal I've prepared for you and then walk away? You didn't leave me a tip. Come on now. <laughs> I slaved. You better do something for me. Okay, that's good. All right, any other bad habits? Um, I don't make my kids make their bed. Okay. But that's on me. Yeah. So that's not a habit that we've instilled in our kids. But yeah. I think it transfers to their rooms because their rooms are pretty messy. Yeah. And that's really one of those things where I don't get on them about it unless somebody's coming over. I mean... We just kind of live in our filth for a while. Yeah. And then when a guest comes, it's like, ah, everybody clean up. Yes, because it's really hard to maintain. And you kind of have to pick your battles. Like, Well, we've talked about this. I don't make my own bed. Okay. And yes. you're a bed maker. I am a bed maker. So yes. that's probably, again, oh my gosh, like I'm just sharing with you all of my bad mother <laughs> habits. No, I have plenty. But um, yeah, I if I don't have the bed made, I feel like I'm more likely to get back in it. Because that's what I do <laughs> after breakfast. And it makes Who me doesn't? feel a little like not right <laughs> about things. I feel so much better about myself, even though it's a false 
reality. No, but I feel I agree. better about myself as a person when my bed's made. Like, I'm a person who makes my bed. Okay, that goes back to that whole graduation speech by that, like, admiral. Oh, do you remember? Yes. And he was like, you start your day by making your bed. Yes. Like, really? Yes. That should be on my list. Okay. Okay. So, bad habits in my family. This, this one, I think people are going to resonate with, is the wet towels on the floor. Yes. I yes. don't understand. I hang my towel up every time. That is one of my good habits. Every yes. time. Every time. Like I it really it really is hard for me to like mentally comprehend how you take a shower and take the towel off and then like lay it on the floor. Why? Why why is that happening? Well, do they go to their room yeah. to change? So is it yeah. on the floor of their bedroom? Yeah. Yeah, and then they don't walk it back in the bathroom and hang it up. No. Yeah. But then, you know, you've got this wet towel on the floor and it yes. gets nasty and it can't be used again. That's the thing. Like, I'm not using a wet towel the next time I get out of the shower, but I don't feel like children have that issue. No, they don't. They just, I mean, whatever's there to wipe off with, I'm pretty sure that's what they're using. So, yeah. although yeah. with all the grime on their bodies, maybe we should be washing those towels every <sighs> single time. I don't know. The other one that really bugs me, I feel like these are all circling around, um, Cleanliness, yes, and home <laughs> things. I wasn't prepared Hygiene. for that. Bra- teeth brushing. What else yeah. should we go for? Because I feel like we could totally focus on like um, screen habits or coming home from school routine. Okay, see now you're stepping on my toes because that's how I survive <laughs> is the screen. So let's not go there. Okay, so we'll stay with home yes. stuff. Yes. Um. So the other one that really bugs me is uh, the shoes. Yes. I don't like shoes everywhere. Yes. So we have really tried to be a family who doesn't wear shoes in the house most most of the time. We're not crazy about it. Like, I have friends who are like, if you come over to my house, you're taking your shoes off immediately. Right. Hey. Hey, Greg Bradford. Someone's <laughs> calling to say hi. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Okay. Um, so we're not those people. We're kind of like in the middle with it. Because uh, I feel like it is kind of gross to wear your shoes in the house because they're dirty. Nope, you don't care. <laughs> okay, I don't like walking barefoot. I wear shoes all the time. Slippers in your house or like regular shoes? Flip-flops. Okay. Constantly. Are they your like house flip-flops or they're your like regular no. flip-flops? No. no, I go out in them. Have yes. you ever read those studies about how much nastiness you bring into your house? <laughs> I am not licking the floor of my house, so I feel like it's fine. And I mean, we're not, we don't have toddlers anymore. Nobody's eating Cheerios off the ground. True. We don't have a dog, so nobody's eating that grime. Okay, good. Well, then. I just don't like the feel of being barefoot. I mean, that's kind of like, I think everybody's different in that regard, but I don't like being barefoot. No, I think you're right. I think, and I think most people who don't wear shoes in the house wear some, some kind of slippers. Yes, but I don't. I should have house slippers and outdoor slippers, but I don't. Okay. Well, no, I don't. I just walk around barefoot. I'm amazed. But I don't, so it, it drives me crazy when we come in and they take their shoes off and then they just leave their shoes wherever they were and they don't go ahead and take them to their room I'm in the shoe cubby. I feel like this you have first a shoe cubby? episode is what? giving a real insight into my like, yeah, neurotic behavior. I don't wear <laughs> shoes or load my dishwasher. You No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, but here's the deal. When there's one shoe in one place. Yeah. And one shoe in another place. Yes. That's when I'm like, how did this happen? Yes. Like, surely the both pairs, both feet would be in the same place. Right. I don't understand And I started asking the kids, I'm like, did you make a conscious decision? Like, surely you, like, consciously decided, I'm going to take my shirt off upstairs while I'm watching TV. This is my son. He's just forever. He's taking his shirt off. <laughs> but my son forever goes upstairs to play video games. And he just, like, likes to be shirtless. And so I just find shirts up there. 
You know, our families are so different. <laughs> I wear shoes and my children wear clothes all the time. We don't. I mean, plus I've got two boys, but they do not enjoy being shirtless. Oh, Caleb. I feel like there's deeper issues here. We might need I know, counseling. I know. This this podcasting thing is dangerous because you really started <laughs> investigating your own life. Okay, so, so now the really tough question. What bad habits do you have personally? Or pick one that you're really... I know there's a bunch. Like, I really could just, like, pull from the air. I think that I am not motivated to start my day at a specific time. Yeah. I really, like, because I don't make my bed, after breakfast, I go back there. Yeah. And I just, there is no, I've thought about this for myself lately. I don't feel like I have the Uh self-discipline to start my day and get things done. Yeah. It's really like a slow roll for me. And so by the time I'm actually motivated, it could be three o'clock. Isn't that so interesting? Because I deal with the same thing, and I've talked to my husband about, it's almost like, like, I wish there was, like, a fire in my belly. Like, when I woke up in the morning that I was like, I'm ready to go. Like, gotta go do things. I just Oh, don't, I don't have that. Don't no, who up. has that? I don't have that. I don't know. But, like, my husband, he just gets up, rolls out of the bed, and he's like, okay, I'm going to start my day. There's no, like, delay. But maybe it's because he just doesn't have an option. Right. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Because I have the option to be you know, successful that day and do things that need to get done or to enjoy pajamas and bonbons. Just kidding. Who eats those anyway? No, but no, you're right. I don't think that they have the choice like we do as mamas because I really can call an audible and be like, all right, we're off today. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're at home with them. Yes. Yes. So, uh, one of my bad habits, and you know this because we've stayed in hotels together and in homes together <laughs> over the years, but I go to sleep listening to sitcoms. Yes. Yes, you do. Just one of the first random, things I learned about you. Oh, man. Frasier, the Golden Girls. Like, Old school. Just absolutely random. Old school. I think it was Seinfeld that one time that we were together. Could have been. Yes. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. I have some real that just kind of, you know, on a loop. Yes. Um, and so I lay in bed and I put my... Um, headphones in my ears and I don't watch it. I just turn it on and listen to it so I can go to sleep. Fascinating to me. And I don't know if I feel like it is a bad habit, but it feels like it is a bad habit. I don't know because your brain is not like, like coming to a close. It's almost like it's continually thinking because you're listening to these people talking. Yes. Yes. Well, and I just have a hard time shutting my brain off, you know? And so, um, but I've been doing it for so long. Like, I mean, at least since I was in high school. You Did know, you watch an actual TV in, in high, high school? school? I had an actual TV in my okay. room. And in okay. college, I had an actual TV. And when I first got married, we had a TV in our room. And my husband just was like, I don't like going to sleep with the TV on, you know? So that's where the headphones came from. Yes. It's like your secret moment alone it with is. the sitcoms. Yes, because it doesn't bother him. <laughs> and, you know, when we moved, we just didn't put a TV in our room. And so that's just not a choice for me. So I, so I just use my phone. Okay, so... So what precipitated us talking about this is uh, I have been reading a book called Atomic Habits, and I need to look at the author's <laughs> name because it's very important. Girls, all right. We got one thing in, in the title. That's good. Man, I would hate it if I wrote a book and people talked about it and never said my name. So his name is James Clear, and he has this book called Atomic Habits. And it's been so good for me to think about, you know, like what habits do I have that I'm not really thrilled about? What good habits do I already have in place? You know, I've been thinking about it just as I go about my day. I'm like, oh, I I do do that well, you know? Um, and so, like, do you have any good habits yes. in your home or that you do? 
I feel really proud of this because as an older woman over the age of 40, I feel <laughs> like it's barely. very important. Barely, 41. 41. I wash my face yeah. morning and night. I do not go to bed with my makeup on. It is like there is no, I do not go a day without washing my face in the morning and washing my face at night. That is awesome. Yes. So I have to say that for so long, I was not a night face washer. You know, like I want to say mostly through my 20s, I just would like do it in the morning, but I I would say 75% of the time went to bed with my makeup on. Did it get all over your pillow? No, no. Like your mascara didn't run on your pillow at night? I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Because when I take a nap mid-afternoon, uh-huh. hence we know this because I don't make my bed, <laughs> my mascara like runs onto my pillow and oh. then it's like smudged under my eye. Really? Yes, totally gives it away that I've had a nap. <laughs> I cannot hide that from anybody. No, no. So I have to say though that that is one area where I decided I, you know, I am nearing that 40 mark. Mm-hmm. And we're buying all and, the oils and right, wrinkle creams. Exactly. And that I needed to be more serious about. And so I noticed, you know, I started, um, really what started it was I started using an eye serum to help my eyelashes grow and you had to have clean <laughs> eyelashes. And I paid a lot of money for that. Stuff. Yes. Yes. And so I knew I had to commit to every night putting that on. Yes. And because I did, um, I would have to wash my face at night mm-hmm. and then put on my moisturizer and then do my eye serum. And once I started doing that week over week, cause you have to do it for like yes. six weeks. Yes. It had formed a habit. Yes. You know? So that's the deal. It's that repetitive nature of doing something. It is. But almost for some of us, it's because we get backed into a corner, right? So you're like, I spent the money on this eyelash serum. I'm going to use it. But in the end, you actually got a good habit out of it. And so now it's like, I mean, I don't know if you're still buying the eyelash serum, but... Well, yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to kind of buy it, a, you know, once a year or something like that. Yes, to gotcha, of, gotcha. But uh, for me, there was a reward of knowing I was going to have these great eyelashes yes. if I could stick to this, you know, if I could keep up this habit and keep putting this on every night, then I was going to have this right. reward. You right, know? so what if there's no reward? Right, <laughs> what if there's no reward? And sometimes we have to almost make in rewards for ourselves to help develop a new habit, right? For sure. So I absolutely recommend this book, Atomic Habits. My husband has read it, I think, three times. Oh, that must mean he struggle with habits. Well, I think he just likes it a lot. And I think he has found he is a habit person. He is. And he's a systems person. He loves systems. And so he really just jives on a lot of the stuff that this guy says because he feels like, okay, yes, I get this. And I could even level up in this area, you know? <laughs> About to have a phase two of the Atomic Habit book. Oh, my goodness, because he, he just he does so well with systems. And that's one of the things that uh, James Clear talks about is that he says, you know, your goals will will fail to the level of the systems that you've put in place. And so you have to have good habitual systems that you're working in order to keep the habits. So one of the things I really liked that he talked about was that we get in our mind about, okay, I have this bad habit and I need to change. And so then we just think about the habit that we need to change. And his part of his philosophy is that we don't just think about the habit, but we think about transforming who we want to be as a result of improving that habit. Such a deeper thought. Isn't it so much deeper? It really is. And so for me, you know, talking about waking up in the morning. So I want to be a person who gets up in the morning and it's, I mean, I'm just thinking of the people judging us listening to this that are like, y'all don't just like get up and get dressed. (laughs) Uh, But we are not alone. Surely there are more people out there. But that gets up in the morning reads my Bible and talks to God, exercises, 
and then get stressed for the day. And like, I'm dressed, I'm ready for whatever could come my way. And I've put those first things in place, you know, first, but I noticed that I have so long said to myself, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. And you I start said to believe that. it. And, and then, then you're like, like, Oh, I can't do that. That's, that's not right. me. Yeah. And you start thinking, you know, I'm not. And I think for me, even saying I'm a I want to become a morning person was almost too much because that idea of morning person has equated so many feelings with me. So I had to just start thinking, no, I just want to be a person who gets up and starts her day well. Yes. You know? Yes. I just want to be, and it doesn't mean I have to get up at 630. It doesn't even mean I have to get up at 730. Praise the Lord. I was starting to worry. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness. I could start my day at 8 a.m. and do those things. Yes. You know? Um Man, if the kids are being good, I could start my day at 9 a.m. and start. Girl, now you're talking my language. Yes. yes. But but just that I would get in my mind that I wanted to be a person who, you know, so I could kind of see the person I wanted to be. Right. And then start putting systems in place to make that goal. Right. No, I think that's good. I think it really does bring a deeper meaning to it because the reason I probably washed my face was because I didn't want zits or breakouts or whatever. Right. But honestly, it's made me um when I wash my face, I feel clean. I feel refreshed. Like it's almost added something else to me exactly. rather than just getting this, what you talked about, this little reward. So it really does go towards who you want to be as a person. Yeah, exactly. So he has so many ideas for forming new habits and good habits. And, uh, I, we certainly do not have time to go into all of them here, but one of the things I really love is he talks about giving yourself a reward. So one little thing that I've done is before I go to bed at night, I help make sure I set myself up for success the next day because I have so much more energy at night than I do in the morning. Mm, again. No, again, yes. nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Girl, no. I'm done after eight o'clock. <laughs> See you later. Well, I already have some habits in place at night. Like I set the coffee before I go to bed, you know, so while I'm doing that, then I go ahead and I put out my running shoes with my socks and my sports bra. And I told, I told Rebecca this already, but I've been just going to bed in my workout clothes. I had a little moment, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Like the idea of not getting to wear pajamas at night, (laughs) it really makes me sad. It's like my favorite thing to put on my PJs and climb into bed. I know PJs are really nice. And I do that on the weekend. Oh, you get the weekends off. Okay. That's great. Yes. Okay. But during the week, I just go to sleep in a t-shirt and like Nike shorts, you know? But so then when I get up in the morning and I go get my cup of coffee, I know that I love that first sip of my coffee. Like right now, it already sounds good to me tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) And so I have made myself wait to take a drink of coffee until I'm sitting down with my Bible and my journal. And that, that waiting for that reward has been so huge for me. And then when you cheat, like, I don't know if you cheat, you don't have to confess to us if you do, but does it almost make you feel like you've missed out on something because you're not doing it along with yes. the devotional time? Well, one morning, just kind of out of habit, because now I've been doing this for about two weeks. And one morning I had kind of made my coffee and full disclosure, I had to go to the restroom before I went to sit down with my Bible. <laughs> and so as I'm walking, I take a drink of coffee and I was like, <gasps> yes. You know, I've broken the rule. Yes, but it's starting to trigger for me now. That first cup of coffee is that first drink is synonymous with me being in my Bible. Yes. And so anyway, I'm really seeing that change and I am so thankful and I know it can happen. And uh, so I just think that's something so great for us to talk about when we think about habits make such a big difference. One of my favorite quotes that I wanted to share with you that he says, he says, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Oh, the God, that just like, it like kind of gives you a little flutter in your stomach, you know, like, okay, what kind of person do I want to be? And yes. what can I change now to start heading in that direction? Yes. And we have that possibility. And, you know, 
he is not a Christian author, but I, everything he says resonates with biblical truths that we know. And, you know, we have the Holy Spirit who tells us, hey, this is an area of your life that needs to come under uh, the lordship of the of God, you know, yes. or this is an area in your life where um, I would like the Lord is speaking to you, where I would like to to tweak and change and refine so that I have control over this area. Yes. And so we have that blessing to be able to read this book and look at it and go, okay, how can I be more effective for the kingdom? Right. Where does God want to work in me and in my home and in my family so that I am most effective for his glory? Well, and we're not just enacting change for ourselves because as mothers, we know that the things that we find important for us as things that we find important for our family. Yes. And so just, you know, that question, who forgot to flush? Right. It's not, I mean, partly because of the stink, and uh-huh. we would like to eradicate that from our homes. But also, we're trying to grow these people into um, healthy adults that have healthy habits in their life because we want them to get the most out of life, and we don't want them to suffer through some of the things that we've had to suffer through. And so I think as a mom, when you decide that that's important for yourself, it becomes important for your <laughs> kiddos. So that's important for us to do. And I was thinking about that in regards to just even reading God's word, because I think sometimes when you've gotten out of the habit of reading God's word and you sit down to read, it may not be as fulfilling that first few times. It may be more like, I'm just doing this because I have to. But as God always does in his amazing, precious way, you begin to love your time with the Lord. You begin to look forward to it, and it becomes a reward in itself. That's right. And so when we do these things that we know are going to have healthy results, we're not doing them. I mean, maybe for the first few times it's like I can't believe I'm doing this but I really think there's a beauty to it that after you know like you said after two weeks you look forward to those systems that you've put in place yes Yes. And so that then when life does get hard and things get in the way, you already have these great systems in place that are just automatic and that you can default to, you know, when you don't have the creative space to be thinking about things, you know, those systems are already in place. Yes. And you, every time I get up in the morning and I wait to take a cup of coffee, drink my cup of coffee until I'm sitting with my Bible, I am making a vote. Yes. Casting a vote for that person that I want to become. And I love that. I love that idea, you know, that I, at... 37 years old. Go ahead. Say it. Show people how much younger you are than me. I have the opportunity to think about continuing to change and get better and, and who do I want to become? I just think that's very exciting. Okay. So Rebecca and I, every episode will be talking about one thing that we are going to take away from this so that we can implement this in our homes. Rebecca and I both have the wonderful opportunity to teach women and mamas. And we know that a lot of times we listen to great things or we read a great book and it feels overwhelming, right? There's no way I can do all those things. And one in one week of my life. No. And so then what happens? I don't do any. Any. I just quit. Right. Yes. Because it's like, okay, there's too much. I don't even know where to start. And so Rebecca uh, started this years ago, and then I picked up the mantle, and now we do it with Gather, that we pick one thing. You hear a really great message, or you read a really great book, and you just say, okay, what is the one thing I'm going to take away from this? And so that's what we're going to do here. And we encourage you to do that yourself, whether you're in your car or listening at home or you're out for a run. What could you you think of the one thing that you could take from this podcast and say, okay, I can make that one change in my home. So I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but what is <laughs> what is the one thing for you? To me, what I took out of this is the bite-sized piece, that there really is opportunity in my life to not look at 14 things that I could change to, like you said, cast a vote for the person that I want to be, but just choose a bite-sized piece. 
And honestly, the idea that I am productive during the day, obviously we can all have our days off where we don't do anything, but I just, I like the idea of feeling like when I crawl in bed at night that I was productive that day for my family, for my job, for the Lord. And so I want to come up with a bite-sized piece that I could do. And maybe honestly, it starts with making my bed because then I would be less likely to crawl back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I, something that I, that I have been convicted about is, is going to bed listening to something, you know, because I wonder, could, could I change? Could I, (laughs) could I be a person that goes to bed reading a book? Because I feel like I always admire those people. Oh yes. Yes. I love that too. The people that go to bed reading books. Yes. I'd like to be a person who goes to bed reading books. So right now what I'm doing, and it's just my bite-sized piece is I have one day a week where I don't watch any Netflix or anything like that during the day. And I really try and limit my social media. So I'm trying to kind of limit my screen time. And then that night I go to sleep reading a book. That's great. And I have to admit, I've I've done this twice, two weeks, and it's hard. I, I'm having a hard time with it. Yes, because in that moment, you're like, it's so easy that I could go back and just listen to something right now. Yes. But what discipline to be able to say the next morning, I did it. I did it. I did not give in. I did it. And I think over time, it's going to get easier and I'm going to look more and more forward to it. But you know, that moment when I close my book and then I just have to lay there... (laughs) And there's no Frasier, there's no Blanche and, you know, any of them talking to me to help my mind calm down. And, you know, so I'm having to kind of pay attention to, you know, what are these thoughts and take some deep breaths. And, you know, so I want to be a person who goes to sleep reading books. Yes. Oh gosh, I love that. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. So maybe the next time we go stay at a hotel, I won't be sticking my headphones in. I have to make my bed in a hotel? (laughs) Stop it. Never. You never have to make your bed in a hotel. That's good though. That's really good. Yes. Okay. So you think about what is the one thing what is the one thing that you can change? And the other thing that we always want to end our podcast with is talking about enough. Because as moms, we have plenty of things that we want to say enough to. Yes. And things that we just cannot get enough of. So what are you saying enough to? Goodness gracious, I feel like I should have planned some of these answers ahead of time. I know. Okay, well, I'm not going to start this today, but we have started this in our home lately, and we have seen great results. We have started saying enough to carbs. Oh, welcome that's weird, to but the... This whole corona thing, yeah. I mean, it's like all the treats and snacks yes. and pounds that go along with it. Yes. And it's been across the board in our family, not just me and my husband, but my kids too. And so we wanted to make an active, healthy change yeah. and say no, not to all carbs, but to the idea that you could sit down and have a meal with just meat and vegetables, which is so hard because I miss the potatoes. I miss the rice. Yeah. I miss the chips. Like yeah. when you have... um. We don't even have bread on our sandwiches. Like we've totally given that up too. Wow, awesome. But we've said enough to carbs and honestly, it's made the biggest difference. We eat less because we're more full at the end of a meal. And when we do get the opportunity to have a carb, it is such a treat. Like it really is like a moment that we share as a family. Like everybody just hold this bite in your mouth for one second and taste it. Yes. So we've started saying no or enough to carbs and it's been really good for us. That is awesome. It's not forever. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to pizza again one day. No, I understand because, you know, we're basically carb-free, you know. and um, But I do. I feel so much better that there way. There is. I mean, really, your gut just thanks you. Yeah. It does. Because yeah. when you go back to carbs, we go back to that question, who forgot to flush? Yes. Because <laughs> there's more things coming out of your body. Let's just be honest. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, even in the transition from carbs to no carbs, there's... <laughs> there's <laughs> 
everybody's okay. It's They're just happening. spending some extra time with the door closed. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, on the toilet. Your intestines are like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you saying enough to? You know, I really don't know. I'm trying to think of what I am saying enough to. Um, It'll come to you as soon as we're done. Well, I so for me, we've had a lot going on in this country uh, in the last two weeks. And I have been doing, oh my goodness, I have learned exponentially more than I ever have about black history, black culture, the black struggle. Um, I'm so thankful for our black brothers and sisters who have brought us into that space, who've just welcomed us and said, here, we will tell you, yes. you know, because um, that's not their job, but they've said, okay, thank you for listening. We'll yes. tell you. Yes. Uh, but I noticed that I, I got soul weary from mm. just diving into the deep end of their pain. Yes. And I had to say enough for a day to social media. Yes. I just had to say enough. And um, instead, I, I did, I listened to a podcast uh, that I'm really liking called 1619. Uh, but I just, I just think there are times when we just have to say enough yes. to social. And we just have to just, you know, if you can't make yourself that you delete the app for a day. Oh, yes. Or you tell your spouse or somebody that, hey, yes, <laughs> I'm getting off for a day. Because yes. I just, I need a brain break. No, and that's so true because it really does free your mind up to not contemplate or sit on some of those images and things that we see. Yeah. And I think it gives space for the Lord to speak. You it know? does. Because we don't have somebody else's voice in our head. We just have his. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Okay, that's so, so what what can you not get enough of? Carbs? I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> can, I, can that be my answer for both? Yes. Uh-huh. So, um... On the weekends, we get to cheat a little bit. Yeah. Y'all, I'm not even kidding. Like, I've been thinking all day about what's my carb. What am I going to have my carb for? Oh, yeah. We get <laughs> we get a meal on Sunday. Jeremy and I um, get a meal. And that's your, like, free meal to, it's like, have whatever meal. you want. Okay. Yes. But yes. it's only one. You don't well, get the whole weekend? Well, I have noticed <laughs> that it gets a little off the rails for me if oh, I do a yes, whole weekend. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. Because then it leads into Monday. And then, yes, you know. yes. It totally, it totally flows over into that. But. No, I think that's so funny that sometimes the things that you do say enough to, when you get just a little bit of a taste of it, yeah. it really does kind of derail. It does. Like, you have to be disciplined with some of those things. Otherwise, your body's like, yes! Yes, yes. But just enjoy it in the moment and not yes. let it get out of control. Yes. So what is it that you are looking forward to having? Uh, Mexican food is my favorite. Yeah. And I do enjoy corn, you know, yes. like all that kind of stuff. But um, I think maybe pizza this weekend. Okay. I don't know. My kids love pizza. Yeah. And I really feel like pizza is carb overload like you know what what is I the mean, deal but it's it really not is. and I know you people with your cauliflower crust uh-uh, y'all just no, keep it to yourself I can't, I can't, I can't do it on board I cannot even crust. do it so if I'm gonna have a piece of pizza and enjoy all the calories that go with the cheese and the meat and the sauce yeah. I'm just gonna throw that carb right on there yeah dude come on yeah yes um uh, I cannot get enough of right now seeing people in person, like seeing my friends face to face. So, you know, I'm a bit of an introvert. You are. And so the shelter in place thing was not super hard for me for like most of it. But by the end I was like, oh my goodness, I get energy from people. I get energy from seeing my friends and, you know, of course I've been with people because I'm trapped in this place with all these little people, you know, that live here. But I, I cannot get enough of seeing my friends. And it is so fun because it feels like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. You know what it's You just, really have so much to talk about because you have not talked in so long. Yes. yes. And it's so exciting and it's so fun to just see their face. Yes, and yes. you just appreciate them on a whole nother level. And then you're like, where have you been? Are you coughing? It's not allergies. I know. What's happening? I know. Just kidding. Allergies. You do. It does kind of raise a question. Anytime I have sneezed, I'm like, I promise this is allergies. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Yes. I just, I give up. 
I'm just like, yeah, okay. People love you. I know. Well, though, that's that's such a good way to look at it. It is. People, People love, love me. You. Yes. We'll have to remember that though. For the okay, next, I'm think yes. The the, yes. the the watch. The watch. I'm not even gonna wear it. I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna take it off. Yes, it's not even gonna be a part of this. Okay. <laughs> um, I think my computer dinged and I didn't. Hello. You answered Jana's call. No, I don't think I did. Look at your phone. On your watch. How did I do that on my watch? I don't know. Now I feel like I need to text her because she's like, I feel like I'm hearing a podcast. What's happening with you people? <laughs> you can text her. Okay, so that's it. <gasps> what? That's it. We've completed the that very first That is the end of our first episode. episode. And it was a little bit of a dumpster fire, but not like as much as it could have been. No, well, we haven't listened to it back yet. I mean, we might think we have a great little show right here and it might really be, so... <laughs> we had plenty of technical difficulties. Yes, yes. Um, but I really do think it's such a good topic for us to talk about. And I love just being able to chat with you about mom stuff. And we're hilarious. We so. think we are. <laughs> Y'all feel free to write in and let us know if we're not. Speaking of that, we would love for you to subscribe subscribe to our podcast. Because, I mean, obviously the content today was like amazing. Amazing. So how would you want to miss that? Cannot miss content. But also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Because we do have some social media posts and a blog. And so we want to connect with you. We want to hear from you. What are the things that you guys want us to talk about on this podcast. That's so right. connect with us. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. 